You're listening to Castrol CarCast on Podcast One. Hi, this is Ben Dominich, the host of the Federalist Radio Hour. We're a daily show coming to you five days a week from Washington, D.C., where we interview our nation's top journalists, politicians, authors, chefs, economists, entertainers, and more. If you're looking for a contrarian discussion on news, politics, or culture, give us a listen and subscribe at PodcastOne.com, the new Podcast One app, or at Apple Podcasts. Hey, man, before we get started with CarCast, let me tell you about Amazon Automotive. Shop auto parts, tools, accessories quickly and easily. Do it from your phone, do it from your computer, do it from your tablet. Plus, free shipping on millions of items for Prime members. Massive selections of parts, uh, accessories, tools, fluids, even tires. This I did not know. I knew all this other stuff, like they have top brands like K&N and Bilstein, Chemical Guys, Bosch, and more. But I didn't know tires. Smart Amazon, so smart. Tired of looking up part numbers, reading catalogs with Amazon? All you need is the year, make, and model, and you're off and running. Use customer Q&A and product reviews to research and buy the right part the first time. So go to Amazon.com. Slash auto deals. That's amazon.com slash auto deals. Start your shopping today. Amazon Automotive. All right, let's get going with the show. Hey, welcome to CarCast. I'm Matt, the moderator, DeAndrea, and Adam is on his way in. He's running a little bit late, but we're going to go ahead and get started without him. And, his uh, resolution uh, wasn't to be on time, I guess, right? I guess, right. Well, well it, it, was, it, was, it was dressed for success, but not necessarily show up on time, right? Uh, by the way, this is the first time in like eight years where I've been in here, and he wasn't quite in here yet ready to go. Uh, maybe it's because he didn't have another podcast this morning. I think he's figuring out how to tie his tie. Well, then we need more time. I've got to show him. I've tied his tie for him literally every time we've gone to an event. Every time we've gone to an event. He comes over. He's like, can you tie my tie? I was like, sure, boss. We got it. <laughs> um, anyway, we're jo- joined here with uh, Alexander Rossi and Connor Daly. How are you guys? Good, man. Indie drivers. Mm-hmm. Right? You guys know the names. But you guys are somehow teamed up to do a TV show as well. Not necessarily car-related. We're going to get into the car stuff for <laughs> sure, but let's talk about The Amazing Race. How did you guys... So, The Amazing Race, this big competition TV show, I've seen it a few times. It seems pretty intense. Uh, you guys teamed up on this show. How did you guys end up pairing up on this? Well, uh, you know, the Verizon IndyCar series does an amazing job of kind of pushing us um, as drivers to different media outlets. And, um, you know, our fellow competitor, James Hinchcliffe, was on Dancing with the Stars last season. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, they, they have a history of kind of doing this in the off season to, to help further our profiles and the sports profile. So they came to us and um, they asked if we were interested. And I had never really watched the show before. I had heard about it and knew about it, but... Um, didn't know really the details of it. And uh, I was living with Connor at the time and <laughs> known him for a really long time. And, and it just made sense to, to go try and do it with him. So you guys were just roommates and you happen to be, well, I mean, you guys are racing together <laughs> and you're roommates. Are your teammates? No. No, yeah, we're, we're competitors. Competitors, uh, yeah. We, we were <laughs> this season. <laughs> okay. So you guys were roommates, and then uh, uh, Indy said, hey, I've got this idea. We've talked to the producers of this show. This is going to be fantastic. You guys are going to team up. And I, I haven't, ch- haven't seen 
the first episode yet. Like it just aired. Yeah. And then what? Did they like? Did they drop you out of a helicopter into Vietnam and like ready to go? Oh, exactly. Sounds great. Yeah, we refought the war basically. (laughs) Um, No, the the first episode was in Iceland. Yeah. So we left from uh, New York, went to Iceland. Because I know they're always like in wacky places, and I was just wondering, like, did you get the wacky place, or you're like, you you guys are doing San Francisco this year? Well, I think (laughs) like Iceland was awesome. Like it wasn't like necessarily some gypsy destination where you know there was a bunch of crazy stuff that we had to do. It was just like, wow, this place is beautiful. Like what a you know it was sort of. Um, I guess it spoiled us because, uh, you know, you never know what might be next, but, uh, it, it was started off with a beautiful destination and some cool stuff. Like I had to hang him out over a waterfall and stuff like that and try and tow him back in after he got a clue. So there was some cool stuff that we got to do episode one. Yeah, it was. And it we was made a, it through. We didn't get eliminated. Yeah, so which good. was, which was good. <laughs> I mean, it was a little bit of a, uh, like he, like he alluded to, I mean, it was a little disappointing that Iceland was our first one. Um, cause obviously we can't <laughs> say how far we went on the show, but the other destination, uh, that we went to was was definitely not as great. So how they, many, they spoiled us on, on round one. For so sure. just in format of the show, how many destinations do do contestants go through throughout the season? Let's say... It's 12 episodes, but that doesn't mean there's 12 destinations. That's what I'm asking. Yeah. Is is in past seasons, do they do, they do six destinations, four no, destinations? it'll be like 10 to 12, I'd say. Yeah, it's, yeah. Like, it's usually like like at least nine to 12 countries. It's or like a lot of travel. It's uh, That's the... that Yeah, I mean, we spent a month filming and it's like... That's the longest part. You know, we just watched an episode that was yeah. trimmed down to an hour, and we're like, well, we spent like 14 hours in Iceland, and it was like there was so much stuff going on, Actually, and it's just boom, cut a, like a that. A month doesn't sound like enough time. No, it, it wasn't, man. To like, film yeah. a bunch of episodes. No, we were, and, we were in an airplane a lot, sleeping on airport floors. I mean, you're, you're yeah. always on the go, and um, that's what Wild. makes the show so challenging, because obviously the farther you go, um, the more condensed it gets towards, towards the end, and uh it's 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 definitely a challenge, but I think us as racing drivers, we had a bit of an advantage on other teams um, because we're so used to the travel. Some of these teams have never yeah. left the United States before, so for us yeah. waking up in in a different time zone, in a different hotel bed, like it, it doesn't really phase us. You know, in in competitive racing with a lot of competitive sports, there's always it's it's so competitive. Like when you're on the track, but for the most part, like. Most of the people are friends with everybody. We're all supporting the same thing. Everybody yeah. loves racing. Everybody's having a good time. Everybody loves the fans that are out there. Kind of the same thing if you're playing baseball or whatever. That being said, after you guys do a show like The Amazing Race, are you still friends? Yeah, man. Yeah, <laughs> is it, is it, sure. Is it worse now or is it better than before? You're like, I'm really sorry I, I dropped you. I think it's the same, man. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, all of us get frustrated. <laughs> like, both of us get frustrated by the same thing. So, like, if we were both – if, we, if like, I was mad, he was mad. So, like, both of us were just, like – there's just so many unknowns that you come across and there's so many things that we've never done before that's, like, so far out of our comfort zone and just our realm of brain power that it was just like, oh, well, this is – this sucks because we don't right. know how to do it at first. But you, no matter what, you have to do it, like because yeah. well, you know you got like, a prize on the line and you got to make you know got to make America proud and all your families <laughs> and stuff like that. It's not like I he he was miserable because it was fifteen degrees in Iceland and it was cold and I was loving it. Like right, there was none of that. Right, I mean, it's fifteen is miserable. No matter it it what. just sucked yeah. for both yeah, of us, or it was great for both yeah, of us, right? Yeah. So and that was the other interesting thing. You're you're completely cut off from all sort of the out the outside world you yeah don't communication any no phone form, nothing yeah. so the only person you're either now a month sounds to, like a long time yeah you can't yeah. talk to anybody no, really no, no. like, like yeah. it was such a relief when you get to a hotel room and there was a channel in english yeah like one like yeah. a television to see yeah because that's like other contact with i don't know the world yeah <laughs> so it was like you you either commiserate with that person or you celebrate <laughs> with that person so yeah. i mean we we uh, had many 
many conversations just about the same thing. How, yeah. So I, I kind of want to see a little bit if you guys have something. Um, I kind of want to see what it's gonna what it looks like, and then we'll <laughs> talk about this episode because it aired already. Yeah. Um, but uh, but how does it, how does this work? Like, because you guys have a lot on the line as drivers as well. Do you have to go to your team owner and your sponsor and go? By the way, we're going to do this show. We're going to go to Iceland and some other wacky places, and we're going to hang well, from ropes, thing. and it's going to be you super have, cold. You have to disappear and... without really telling people why. Like obviously, yeah. you tell yeah. the team why. Like our owners knew, yeah. But beyond that, so the like, rest of the team are like, God, these dicks haven't shown up in a while. Well, no. Like they never call in. They don't do anything. Yeah, I mean, they don't like, respond to my uh, emails. I mean, bit, come on. A I little mean, bit, <laughs> a little bit like that. Like the, the team had to tell like my my main sponsor Napa like. He can't do any appearances, but we can't tell you why. <laughs> yeah. yeah. For four weeks. And they're like, He's I, on a fact-finding mission. Yeah. 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 yeah, I'm on a soul-searching adventure yeah. backpacking across Europe. After yeah. like 30 days, you get an email from, from your publicist or manager, and they're like, by the way, Napa said don't cash any of their yeah. checks because <laughs> they haven't seen you in a month. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so you got to be careful with that. Let's, uh, let's take a quick look at – this is what? This is like a teaser for the season, or is this a – I believe this is the trailer for the season. All right, let's nice. take a look at this real quick. I don't think so. I'm used to this because I put on race suits. So it's exactly what he normally wears. It's just another day at the office. This looks dope! I don't even know what I'm looking for. There's an F right there. There's an F. How about that right there? The driver, he seems like he's been driving the off-roads of Iceland since he was a child. Every puddle he saw, he just slammed into it. <laughs> so we're watching you guys in a UTV roll around through some water. And... Oh, yeah. Yeah. I yeah. mean, just, you know, stuff like that. I mean, we wish to it. We, like, I wish I could have driven that myself. Like, sadly, they didn't give us the controls of that vehicle, sadly. But Do you, though? You know. Uh, yeah, absolutely. That looked like that was. Were fun. your hands not full enough trying to s- spell? Yeah, it was. I mean, I struggled with that challenge. I First did. of all, the location does look nice. Yeah, it I mean, looks it's cold, cool, but it looks. Oh man, I will go back to Iceland right any day. Yeah, yeah but beautiful. the thing was, but like, like with like some rally cars, yeah, and some heaters, <laughs> just like, like that again. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I was soaking wet after that challenge, like literally head to toe drenched in you know freezing weather, and I, obviously there was no time to you know stop but we yeah. just kept going you just got to keep rolling we jump back in our car we're soaking wet freezing and then for the next five hours until we finish the leg of the race <laughs> you're just drenched yeah living it's, the dream <laughs> it seems like it seems like that uh you get sick yeah <laughs> no, you, yeah. Well, we, yeah somehow we survived thankfully it was amazing that we didn't yeah i don't think we ever had you know, it's it's more of like a, a like a thing. It seems like you're going to get sick is when you're doing that, and then your immune system weakens, and then you get on a plane with a whole bunch of other people, and that's that's when it kicks in. <laughs> right, but yeah, all right, that yeah. that looks uh, <laughs> that looks uh, uh, pretty crazy. So quickly tell us real quick because the episode aired on Wednesday, and uh, we're listening to this. Everybody's listening to this on Friday or, or after. So next uh, next Wednesday, you guys are going to be on again. What happened a little bit in that episode that we missed last night? Are these the gay guys from the Amazing Race? <laughs> these are the guys. Yeah, they always have that gay couple. <laughs> hey, right. man, I tell I'm you, I'm fine with it. Right when they walked in, they said they were roommates before the before the event. So we like, did oh, get yeah. some of those assumptions. <laughs> good to see you guys. Sorry, you I'm too, uh, sorry, I'm late. We've just been talking yeah, about the Amazing Race around, stuff. Man. We didn't even get in the good car stuff yet. But the Amazing Race. <laughs> <laughs> I, I got to say, I feel like that show has been nominated more than any other show for Emmys. I'm not sure how many they've taken home, but yeah. every single <laughs> they do, yeah. year, that show gets an <laughs> Emmy nod. 
So uh, it's good on of you. amazing people like us. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Look. All right. Jeez. <laughs> the the fact that. Uh, those guys and, – and then Project Runway wins, and then I get this. Because <laughs> yeah. that show sucks. Uh, <laughs> That's not a destination So should we like – you want to talk – we're done with Amazing Race? You want to we talk we, racing? We are. We just wanted uh, – we were just touching on what happened. The first episode aired this past Wednesday, and uh, no, no real spoiler here because you could have already seen it. They made it through the first episode. We can't talk about how far they've gone after that, but there was a couple things in the episode if there's – that you yeah, we ran around in the mud for a bit. We, th- we threw him out over a waterfall and then uh, drank a shot of vodka, and he had to eat, drink fish oil. And uh, and then, yeah, and then we finished fifth. So <laughs> they had to do this bad. for a month. That's yeah. pretty much it, yeah. <laughs> Got to talk to this super hot, like, fit chick that probably mm. could have beat up all of us. And then, yeah. Not probably. Definitely. Definitely could have. Like, yeah. We had, ripped our heads off. We have this weird relationship with vomiting. <laughs> which is you spend most of your life trying not to vomit, but then there's a portion of your life where you're actually trying to get people to vomit. Like, oh, I'll give you $10. You eat this eat this stick of butter. Yeah. yeah. I'll give you $10, or, dude. Or, or that like, bad for like nobody can drink a gallon of milk. Right. You know? I did that. I, we did it with a bunch of guys. Everyone just yak. Yeah. But why... <laughs> Why wouldn't you? <laughs> it's entertainment. Modern entertainment. Oh, they tried to get us to do that, though, because, like, I took this shot of what's called uh, Black Death or, like, fire water or something, and then we had to, like, run to the next destination. I consider myself an alcoholic beverage consumer, you know, as a male gentleman here, and, and I was, I was going to die. I thought I was, I was running and that my chest was on fire, and so that was, that was probably the motivation, but it didn't happen. It did for quite a few people. Yeah, actually, some people did vomit. So I think four people threw up when they got to the mat, yeah. <laughs> which is amazing. Yeah, that, um, that's how you're going to train for the next driving season. You're going to take exactly. you're going to take a shot of Black Death, and you're going to yeah. do 500 laps around. So Indy, I mean Indy's <laughs> yeah. not 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 tomorrow, but it's coming up, right? It's May, Month of April? May, Memorial Day weekend. May, yeah. yeah, yeah. I've been I've been taking a <clears throat> a deep dive into into Indy because I've been working on this Willie T. Ribs documentary. Oh, yeah. No way, that's awesome, and it's really cool. And I had no idea about how deep it got into qualifying the qualifying is kind of the crazy part i mean the race is we all know about the race but the qualifying making the cut at indy is pretty insane especially if you don't have a lot of money to work with especially if you don't have a whole lot of a backup car or money for a lot of backup engines and stuff like that it's kind of a a crazy story the cut the low rent the guys that aren't Big time sponsorship and whatnot, yeah. ma- making the cut for just the field. It was wild back in the day. I mean, there was 60, 70 cars that were trying to make the event, and you'd have guys, you know, guys were crashing. People were dying every on the weekend and just, boom, putting another driver in another car just trying to make the field because that, pe- that, was, that was the way to make money. You know what I mean? It was wild. I think, uh, let's see. So, Connor, your stepdad is Doug Bowles? Yes. Yes, indeed. I- I think he's in our documentary. <laughs> Probably. He's a fresh-faced uh, uh, dad type or something. He's, he's president picture, of the Speedway. Find me a picture of Doug Bowles, and I'll <laughs> say if we're, we've interviewed. Uh, pretty sure Doug he, Bowles is in our, is in our, man. our doc. But, um, and, uh, and Alexander, you won in 2016 as a rookie? Yes, sir, yep. Uh, unbelievable. And the 100th running. Yeah, that's Doug Bowles. Yeah, he's in our... <laughs> there he yeah, is. that's him. He's in our documentary. He just him up. Yeah, he's a sweet guy. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. He's a great man, yeah. So, uh, and then, as, as Willie would tell me, everyone would go to Arizona and do a lot of testing and stuff like that before they ended up uh, at Indy. But I'm not sure why Arizona. It's because it's the only fair weather oval yeah. in the beginning of the year, before May. 
I mean, I see. And they always used to say that if your car worked well at Phoenix, it would work well at Indy. So that was certainly what I I remember. They, uh, they I don't used think to, that applies uh, now though. No, not anymore. But in the back in the day, like when AJ and those guys, Mario, everyone would used to test at Phoenix because if you had a good car there, you'd have a good car at Indy. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, yeah, it was kind of like. Uh, you know, baseball going to Florida. You know, yeah. the Mets yeah. are in Florida. Everyone's in Florida. Just they need the weather. They need the yeah. they need the environment. Um, so, when does the season start? When is our first? What's the first race of the season? Uh, St. Pete in uh, beautiful Florida, uh, early March. I think like second weekend of March or something, something like that. We don't really pay that much. And then no uh, we get out. <laughs> they just go where they tell. Yeah. Them. Yeah. <laughs> we get out to Long Beach in what April? Yeah, yeah, beginning of April. Yeah. yeah, love Long Beach. Yeah, Long Beach is great, great because yeah. of the it's, event, it's a right? Highlight event, yeah. for yeah. sure for us. Is it because I, I, I would say to people all the time, you know, when they go, uh, you know, what's so cool about the, the Long Beach? You're doing like a celebrity race or something like that. I said you can get a track day at Willow Springs for you and your seven jack off buddies. Yeah, there's nobody in the stands. There's <laughs> yeah. no jumbotron. There's no Takati girls. <laughs> there's barely a bathroom. There's barely a bathroom. <laughs> it's like, there's not it, a it's lot. It's just you and your jack off buddies in, yeah. a, in a spec Miata going in a circle. Like it, it's fine. It's yeah. still fun, but it's not jumbotron. It's not no. Miata. I mean, it's not not Takati girls. Exactly. Like it's not. No, it's, there's not people <laughs> hanging on the balconies of the buildings and screaming with banners. And oh, yeah, and, when you go down Shoreline and you see the grandstands are filled with people it's just <laughs> yeah. it's a it's an element that you could never buy at a track day yeah oh yeah we love long Beach and then you could walk and get lobster yeah obviously <laughs> yeah or go to hooters <laughs> you could it's go awesome. to hooters yeah. as well is, yeah. is long beach one of the better i mean obviously indy gets you know two hundred thousand people or or more but is long beach one of the better attended events on the indie schedule, I believe factually it's probably our second highest attendance. I think you know Indy's obviously three hundred thousand plus, whatever, like you said, and then Long Beach. I think over the weekend is at least a six figure attendance, which is oh no, just it's awesome. Yeah, it's mid one hundreds. I think yeah. St. Pete's probably third. Yeah, right. Um, they just it's it's just an event, yeah. and well, it's people great. like to party out here. You know what right. I mean? So that's a party. Well, and on top of that, I mean the the street races are pretty badass. So yeah. Like I mean, it's you're racing race cars through city streets, and I mean that's. That's cool, right? I mean, no matter how the sport evolves or fan bases evolve, that's race cars on the on your commute to work. So. Yeah, and the the racing line, if you're on the racing line at Long Beach, you're just up against brick barriers pretty much. Like exactly. You're kind of up against them as you turn in and you're turning out. Mm-hmm. And if you're six feet away from the wall, then you're off the racing line. you got to be... You Ten inches inch, from the yeah. wall, and then you're on the racing line on half the turns on that place. So that makes it definitely exciting. Yeah, and it's got oh, well, it's the tightest turn in all of motorsport too. The last hairpin there. I mean, that's for us. That's you know, it's like a thirty mile an hour corner. And then all of a sudden, we're doing 186 down at the end of the straight. So it's yeah, a, it's a I fun was ride. getting angry about that turn uh, the other <laughs> night. Mike. I mean, Matt, I don't know if you. I was just sitting around thinking about that. Just, just getting, getting angry, just randomly. Just, from your celebrity race experiences? Well, because yeah. the, thing, <laughs> the thing about the goddamn, that goddamn hairpin at the, at the end of the, the beginning of Shoreline is if some asshole wants to dive in, <laughs> yeah. they can dive in. Yeah. But they're not going to get out of it without putting you into the wall or putting themselves in a wall. And it, it's, it's, it's a kind of a it's, it's agreement. 
Yeah. It's yeah. an agreement that you have to have out there, which is everyone has to go left, swing out, and set up. If you want to be a dickhead and dive in, you can dive in, but you're cheating. Yeah. You're fucking cheating because then when you come out, the person who you're coming into now has to negotiate you and the fucking wall and you throw everything off. And it's such bullshit. And it's like some kind of yardstick to measure people's personalities. Like, yeah. hey, look, everyone else is swinging out left. I'll, who's ahead of me? Yeah, I'll just dive in and then we'll see what happens in a second and three tenths. Well, right. usually what it ends up in a is, huge pile, and then like, no, yeah. no one can race anymore Look, because they've all just well, parked each other. Well, if you guys think it's tough for a couple of choice. My choice was you either get into an accident <laughs> or you give the person room. Exactly. Oh, you have... You have me yeah. diving in. See, you think it's tough in Indy cars. You should try to sign on FRS I'm against Wanda Sykes. Second place in this goddamn race, and look what happens. Did so you sorry. get lunged? Oh, uh, 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 yeah. Okay, fine. This is a great way for us to not finish the race and to let uh, Alfonso Ribeiro go unchallenged for the next seven laps. You just dive. You just come way. Uh, fuck that, Derek yeah. Torres. Like, fuck you. That's horrible driving. And sorry, you're a chick. No one wants to say anything. That's fucking horrible driving. You've driven this track a hundred times. That's fucking bullshit. Show me that again. It makes me angry every goddamn time. Trying to come in second or even first in this fucking race you dove in and you took us both out of the race we I'm right can't there with you. you first off those are mo- hold on for a second those are momentum cars if you don't get out of that god those things have a 160 horsepower yeah. <laughs> if you don't get out of that goddamn hairpin with some momentum you will be 20 miles an hour slower at the end of that goddamn shoreline <laughs> and if and look at us play it slow we're coming to a goddamn stop at the beginning of this and my car is now <laughs> steering at the wall I'm facing the wall because she couldn't stop cutting in on me. And by the way, uh, Max Pappas, who's no slouch behind the wheel, is now coming up behind you. And now he's bumping me in the bumper because you couldn't take the fucking racing line. Man. Jesus Christ. So who was this? Dara Torres. Dara Torres. She's an Olympic Mm. swimmer. She did it two laps in a row. Two (laughs) fucking laps in a row. She did that and took us both out. And, of course, Max Pappas is laughing like a madman. He's like, okay, these two idiots want to do this. I'll just fucking. Of all people to respect lane protocol, you think a swimmer would be. A swimmer, right? Yeah. Yeah. I wonder if she hops lanes when she swims. I bet she did. Jesus Christ. Now, look, I get it. You'd like to be ahead of me. That's fine. You have to find a place to pass. It's reasonable. You can't just dive in and take us both out times two goddamn laps in a row. I was just going down that shoreline, and now Max Pappas is banging on me from behind. He was he was a hundred feet behind me, and now he's just banging on me. So I'm can like, you, like can a you mad tell man. me uh, how you really feel about it? I'm pissed. I was thinking about it the other day. Like it, it had me. I, I hope Alfonso Ribeiro buys Deratoris a fucking Winnebago, a fully loaded tour bus, because all we did is just let him go. All we did while the rest of us just sat around and tried to get out of the way of Deratoris. God damn it. It's horrible Man. driving. The fuck? What a time. So, guys, be careful at Long Beach yeah. on that turn. What, be what do you do when someone dives in? That's bullshit. Well, right? I mean, we're, I don't know, we're pretty respectful. I haven't had anyone lunge me there, but I've, I've seen it happen. I don't think we have before. the turning radius to pull it off. Yeah, that's the problem. If, if one of our cars like tries to send it in there, you don't come out the other end because the steering wheel doesn't go that far. So, you just, if you try to enter that corner from the right side, yeah. 
that's okay. You're done. Like that's yeah, it. You go straight. You go, you go straight. straight. That's not yeah. a thing. Yeah. And, my and car hopefully was take somebody facing. With you. Well, you would. Yeah. 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 You understand if that if if Shoreline was a a T, my car would have been the top, just facing. <laughs> I, I was actually facing more toward the left than to the right at a certain point, trying to get out of her yeah. way. Did you scrape the wall there or no? Did you just miss it? God, I it, think uh, you the got second time I did it, I there, was like, yeah. look, my car is not even facing the right direction. Yeah. <laughs> the fuck are we going to go down the straightaway? What room? I mean, what kind of horrible driving is this? And Max Pappas is like laughing his ass off. Why didn't you there. turn more? <laughs> I don't want to be spun out. I want to be taken uh, out of this? the Three race. Wide. This is the rest of it. Yeah, wow. chaotic. So where well, did you? Of course, end up, it's chaotic. Where did you end up finishing? <laughs> fourth. Oh, oh man, Jeez. that's not bad. Wonder. Yeah, yeah, but nobody cares about fourth. Nobody cares about. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I just uh, you know it's just like off the podium. It's off the podium. Yeah. You're just sitting with everybody else. You don't get the cocktail girls you know? and champagne. Yeah. No. no. Now, join the rest of the losers in the crowd. (laughs) Like, everybody else comes over like, I need the first three people to follow me. Everybody else have a nice day. (sighs) No, but I've been there a lot, so don't worry about it. Yeah. 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 All right. Let me tell you about Amazon Automotive. I'm going to put myself in a better mood. That was one. Do you have the other? uh, The the lap right after that or right before? It happened to me two it was two consecutive laps. Yeah, that w- that one was the worst offense because I remember I was taking photos of you at the other end, <laughs> and I had to like step back. I thought I was gonna, you were just gonna go right through the fence and into me. <laughs> <laughs> well, pardon me for not wanting to take us both out of the race by staying on the goddamn racing line, right? Yeah, this we like Chris. The smart don't, man. don't take yeah. him out. I like Dara too. I just wish she, wish she'd drive a little more respectively. That's all. A little more respect. More respect. I, this is what we talked about the first half of the show was you know, these guys are friends, but on the track, what does it do? Like Dara's a sweetheart, but on the track, mortal enemy. Well, here no, here's what I've learned from from being a boxing coach in a past life, which is some people can be however they are outside of the ring or off the track or whatever. And then once the switch gets thrown, it's like the switch gets thrown. Like they're almost like blackout drunks. Like yeah. they don't even know. They wake up in a hospital bed chained to a hospital <laughs> bed with a cop saying that they have no idea what happened. It's like the, the switch gets thrown. It, it's Stallone putting his hat on backwards and over the top. When he's That's like, right. It's the switch. It's exactly. <laughs> the switch and then he's arm wrestling for... It's exactly, it's exactly that. The like they, can't, right. they cannot <laughs> yeah. stop themselves. Like if you get in the boxing ring and they go, just spar, they can't, they'll throw that haymaker every time. Yeah. Like they can't stop Don't you it. love that, though? I, I love seeing stuff like that. Like, <laughs> it's great. It's great for the spectators. Yeah. It's not great when you're in second place and you're trying to a stay victim, with somebody yeah. Yeah. and you're being you're coming to a stop at the at the hairpin and you get to the end. All I, I remember like multiple conversations about here's how you hit shoreline. I mean, you guys have some speed and some horsepower, but even for you guys, but in these little pea shooters, you gotta get around that hairpin and get out of it to get a launch down shoreline otherwise you're just not going to be carrying any speed when you get when you get to the end so that was like a lot i probably jinxed myself by thinking about that <laughs> too much but practically coming to a stop at the end of you know at the hairpin is not a way to get down shoreline well no you're in fourth no and thank god <laughs> but you know you have those slouches like max uh, pappas and uh Oh, Al Unser Jr. Yeah. And uh, Rod Millen behind you. So those guys have so little wheel time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that they're, they're novices. They don't know when to pass. Yeah. <laughs> those guys are laughing their ass off going, what are you two Unser. doing up here? 
That's All hilarious. Right. Let me tell you about uh, Amazon Automotive. Ah, shop auto parts, tools, accessories. Quickly and easily by the phone, computer, tablet, plus free shipping on millions of items for Prime members. Massive selection of uh, parts, accessories, tools, fluids, even tires. I did not know about this, Matt. Were you hip to the tire part? It's a new thing in my life. <laughs> yeah. Can I need to get some tires. You do? Yeah. For the, for the BMW? For the BMW, be, uh, they have K&N, they have Bilstein, they have Chemical Guys, Bosch, even uh, more. Whatever you want. It's all there at Amazon. Tired of looking up part numbers, reading catalogs? With Amazon, all you need is the year, the make, and the model. And uh, sometimes you got to tell them whether you have whether it's an automatic and whether you have air conditioning I know. I, or not. I said I have my Amazon preset for like my Mustang as well, so I have like a garage of cars in there, and it'll tell me does this fit your vehicle. So mine's already set, oh, so that, I can go and find that's it. That's your Mustang that's oh. been at my shop for three years. <laughs> I thought that'd be mine. Like at a certain point, common law. If you know, you like I would just Mustangs, kick in and I'd be my. Well, you could have half. It'd be my property. <laughs> you can have the half that doesn't work. Amazon can help you research your next vehicle purchase. You can check it out at uh, Amazon.com slash vehicles. Find the specs, images, and more. Thousands of new and classic cars. Go to Amazon.com slash uh, vehicles. All right, uh, Chris, do we have any questions that folks are Posing, you know, talking about those guys in that race, Unser, and I think it was Vassar. I think Vassar was Jimmy in the race. He was in the race with Vassar. you as well, and, and you were talking to him, and he's like, "Yeah, when you get into this turn, there's I don't know, there's like cones or there's lines on the wall," and he's like, "When you see that line, then you start breaking." And then I think you tried it in one of the practice laps. You're like, I totally missed that turn. I saw the fourth line. He goes, yeah, I was wrong. That fourth line is way too late. <laughs> it's like, if you hit that line, it's way. No, he was like. He's like, it's way. Vassar's, way yeah. Late. Well, Vassar's a funny guy. But Vassar's a fast guy. Oh, yeah. He is the fastest in one of those scions around that track. And, and the reason I know is because I did a race with him. A few years ago, and he was faster than, I think, uh, Tanner Faust was in that race. Mm-hmm. Steve Millen was in that race. And he was faster than both of them. And, of course, Tanner's a very fast guy, and so is oh, yeah. Steve. And then I ran into um, – who are we talking to? Oh, we're talking to um, – well, who's our favorite? Um, I'm just blanking out on uh, the guy. Who won it the year I won the pros? It was uh, – Rut. Rutledge. Oh, Rutledge oh. Wood. Rutledge yeah. Wood. And he said to me, uh, oh, no, no, baby Al, little Al, Al Unser Jr., he's the fastest around this track. Because yeah. he did it when he did his race, and then I had uh, uh, Vassar. And I said, no, nah, I think Vassar's faster. And he said, no, 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 <laughs> believe you me. This is like one of those things like everyone thinks they're – Dad's dick is the biggest, you know. So is that a thing? Yeah, it's a thing <laughs> hey, out wow. here in LA. It is. Okay. So we, uh, but then they both showed up for the All Star race, and uh, Vassar was on the pole. Vassar was on the pole. So the guy announced in that race that you did. No, but Vassar told me. So I knew he was the fastest guy around the track. So I was like, at the end of Shoreline. I start breaking like on the first or second cone or something like that. And he's like, what? No, you'd go down to the, go down to the last one. (laughs) Go down to the hundred foot mark. I'm I'm breaking at 500. He's like, oh no, 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 no. no. You're way, way too early. Okay. So I went out and practiced, start breaking it like the, probably the 200. Yeah. Flat spotted the tire, like just locked (laughs) up, smoke's coming out. 
got a flat spot. They had a shortage of tires, remember? They <laughs> yes, were like, yeah. all right, you got to drive that car now with the flat spotted They had tire. like another set, but they need it for race day. They're, they can't just go and get <laughs> new tires. Then I was like, hey, Jimmy, I broke at like 200. It was, it was like, oh, yeah, yeah, I was way off. I was way off. Yeah. <laughs> go he back was quoting the IndyCar brake marker. Right. That's about it. When they did the race and Alonso was in there, the announcer guy during the race goes, there's Alonso Jr., little Al. The guy goes, not so little anymore. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's true. All right, wait, do we have the second time I was thrown off the <laughs> off the racing line for the for Christ's sake? Oh, the fountain! Oh, the fountain! Oh, that's that's the second one. Oh, that's the first one. No, that was the second one. Same thing. The exact, <laughs> the same, same, move. exact same move. Two laps in a row. It worked the first time. <laughs> that's why Max <laughs> Pappas is next to me going down the straightaway. <laughs> Or or Baby Al or Little Al little or whatever. Or one of them. Uh, baby Al. So, Jesus Christ. I got to say, though, considering that, your exit wasn't that bad. Well, I tried like, to salvage what I could. You know, yeah. got a few, few laps You got to do in. what you can, yeah. yeah. That's a fun race, man. It's got, it looks, oh, it always looks great. God, they got to. We watch it. Like, I genuinely watch that because it's like That's a fun one to watch, yeah, right? Yeah. It's a yeah. fun one to watch. It's My dad did it like. 20 years ago. And, and actually, I want to talk about your dad because your dad has uh, quite a bit of racing as well. And you said he did Le Mans, right? <laughs> yeah, Le yeah. Mans, Sebring. Yeah. All right. First, let me tell you guys about Geico. Well, everybody's got a to-do list. You know, you're dropping off your dry cleaning. You're picking up some milk. And now you can add save hundreds of dollars on car insurance to that <laughs> list. And you don't need to, to drop off or pick up anything. You just go to Geico.com. And in 15 minutes, you could be saving 15% or more on car insurance. So if you need some extra money in your par- pocket, you want to get tickets to uh, to the start of Indy, you want to get some car parts, you want the extra money, well, this is the most rewarding to-do you can do today. Go to Geico.com. What did your dad drive at uh, Le Mans? Uh, he drove the Jag, the silk-cut Jag. Oh, with yeah. the weird rear fender Yeah, it was like the, covers. Like the entire body was like one yeah, sort of they had the, piece. Yeah, they had the... Um, the purple and white. There it is, yeah. Silk cut Jag. Those were very, I don't know what those were, GTP or something? Yeah, it was, a, it was a GTP category back in the day. And he, he drove the 22, but he'll, I always remember a story he told because he was doing, they did 253 miles an hour at night and 249 in the day. So they went faster at night. Air was it, thinner, huh? Well, you can't yeah. see the trees. You don't feel afraid. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but he, lo- he looked over at one point going down the straight and the, so the cockpit was full of fuel. And wow. so they had a fuel leak, and he's, if he would have hit the brake and had one spark, the thing would have gone up like a bomb. Wow. And they were le- they were leading Le Mans with like three hours to go, and the, and the thing was basically. It would have been a bomb. early nineties. Uh, that was probably late eighties. I think it was like because he did he did Sebring for Nissan uh, G- the GTP program uh, in like ninety ninety one. He won both those years, and then just before that, he's with Jags. So I want to say like eighty nine, eighty eight, eighty nine ish. Uh, those GT, I, they're up on a banner somewhere at my shop. I think those, I Nissan saw a suit out here. GTP is that, is there, a, is that a Nissan GTP suit or which one is that? Yeah. Well, uh, which one's, which all right, one's so hanging over here. That yeah. suit came with the Z car with, um, with the 90, what is it? Our 94 Z car. Okay. Yeah. I, I think maybe it's, I tried God. to read the name on it, but I couldn't quite see it. It, just, it looks because my go, dad's got one. So go uh, go make make it out. Yeah, it was like a team Nissan. So um, Clayton Cunningham built these Z cars. There were Millen drove one, and mm-hmm. uh, Johnny O'Connell drove one, and John uh, Morton. 
John Morton drove one, or they drove the same one, or the yeah. one, one, one of them uh, won Le Mans in its in its in its class. Um, one uh, Daytona, I think I think the one Millen has one Daytona and one Le Mans and didn't win Sebring. I'm not okay. sure. I have the one that won Sebring outright. What year? Uh, 94. 94. Oh, okay, right. that was just a little bit after my dad. And your dad was driving the GTP, which was sort of, oh, it's Johnny O'Connell's suit. Oh, okay, right on. Oh, yep. uh, send him a tweet. Tell him I'll sell it back to him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was just going to say that. <laughs> tell him it doesn't fit me, and there's no real name recognition, so <laughs> six grand, and uh, it's all his. Yeah. That's uh, funny. <laughs> or I'll just put it up on eBay, and he's free to bid. <laughs> tell him he's free to bid. Yeah. <laughs> I like when people tell you, yeah. you can bid. You're free to bid. You can just bid <laughs> yeah. on it. Okay. I'm selling what's in the storage locker. Yeah. You can bid. Well, it's like those, uh, those whiskey auctions where you have the right to go and bid on whiskey. Yeah. They have whiskey auctions? Oh, yeah, wow. Man, that's a I thing, thought it was man. called a Trader Joe's. <laughs> we, need to, we need to auction it's a Dollar Tree, whiskey. actually. Yeah. I, it's a Dollar I, Tree? Do you guys feel... The whiskey's called whiskey. We're, we're off. <laughs> it's in a plastic bottle. Yes, with a white and black label. It's got like a flexi bottle. <laughs> Squeeze bottle. Uh, sport top. <laughs> <laughs> so you can jog with it. <laughs> I don't want to be judged at the gym. Yeah. Um, the... I feel, do you guys feel like what's in those storage when they auction off the storage facilities? I feel it's illegal not to let people know what's in those things. I don't, what part of life works that way? It shouldn't that be illegal? Oh, like the, the storage wars TV yeah, shows? Yeah, like they go, well, no, we can't tell you what's in this thing. Yeah. And you just go ahead and bid at whatever you think. You and open it's like, the door and you got a few seconds to just make an offer. I'd like to know. Like, I, Why well, is that legal? Why is it thing. legal? What if inside the storage, like, container with super illegal stuff and then you were yeah, the owner of contraband. it oh yeah are you on the line for that i don't think you have to take delivery oh. remember when <laughs> i think you could deny delivery got it. Yeah. somebody got your pound of famously right. yeah. somebody i think paris hilton let hers lapse and they auctioned it off and then somebody found like a, a barrel of herpes medicine or something oh, boy. a <laughs> barrel do they come in barrels <laughs> well, you, been, you just put your whole body in it you just, it's a dip yeah, it's, it's a dip like a parts dip it could have been a five gallon bucket <laughs> no you gotta look that up chris but i swear oh. they yeah look she, up barrel of paris hilton herpes medicine no she had <laughs> let's not make fun of the young lady what i'm saying she just got engaged this, she just so got engaged oh, good yeah. for him what I'm saying yeah, is, you can only catch it twice. She yeah. let her thing lapse. They auctioned it off. I think somebody found out it was hers or whatever, oh, or they knew before, and they found some things in there that uh, you know, of a personal nature. Oh, yeah, that's all. I'm okay, saying. Huh. you can uh, you can look that up. All right, Chris, do we have a question? For us, or should we just talk some more uh, GTP <laughs> Nissan stuff? Those I mean, cars I are talking dude. about that too. I also have a uh, listener question. Uh, this well, is... hold it for one second. Right. Th- those cars are making a uh, having a renaissance. We saw really. I think we saw one down at uh, Millie Island this last year, right? That was the first race yeah. car I was ever pictured in 1992. I was I was born in 91 in December, and then uh, my dad retired in 92 after Sebring. But I have like I'm in the cockpit in his arms, a little GTP. See, that was the first race car I was ever in. Right Those there. cars, oh. you know, red, white, and blue, very iconic, and did a lot of winning. Yeah. Um, 
and uh, so right. did there, so you did were the, the judge of that well. class. Weren't you a judge of a, the Japanese race car yeah. class at Amelia Island? Yeah, That's I was right. yeah. of that class. Here's yeah. how judging works. Hey, Tommy Kendall, what do you think? I like this car. Great, let's go with that. You want a beer? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. getting a beer. I love Tommy. <laughs> yeah. What a good guy. That's how judging works yeah. over at Amelia. <laughs> yeah. You just stand next to Tommy Kendall and ask yeah. him how he's voting. Yeah, and, oh, and, and put and, me down for that too. Yeah. Do you want a beer or not? Peter Brock was one of the other judges. So when it comes to like design or aerodynamics, you just I just stood right between those two guys. Like, what do you think, Pete? What do you think, TK? Like design works, fun- wings functional. Tommy's like it has a lot of race history. Like let's drink. Yeah, that, <laughs> let's that, that. those cars in a, in a weird way. I uh, not even a weird way, but just in in a way more complicated than. Uh, a modern car, just like I think if you looked at a, you know, a MiG-22 from the Soviet Union from 1969, it would be more complicated than a new jet would be because computers have, like, taken over yeah. everything. I mean, when you get up on those cars, when you put your head in one of those cars, you're like, oh, my God, because everything's a big box and wires yeah. everywhere. I mean, it, it's insane that they got those things to run for endurance races. Yeah, for long distances, and, and they were and they were going so fast. Like, they were just... It was unbelievable the the speed. They don't even do that speed today. I mean, barely the Porsche nine nineteens no. and stuff. I mean, it's Actually, incredible. Bringing up the speed on the Indy cars for today, what what engines are they running and how much horsepower are they making? Is there a change in arrow for this coming season? Oh, there are a bunch of uh, Paris Hilton diaries. <laughs> there are eighteen <laughs> diaries that recount sexual dalliances with celebrity <laughs> and celebrity encounters. And that's the kind of stuff you write down and put in your storage facility. Obviously. Right. Yeah, he right. got it all for uh, two thousand seven hundred seventy-five dollars, and then said, "Believed that he would be able to sell them for about five million, And then, after further review, believed that the bidding could start at twenty million. But he said huh. he'd offer Paris a discount. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> she's welcome to bid. Yeah, she's welcome, she's to, welcome bid. to bid. <laughs> all right, sorry, speeds. So yeah, um, entering turn one at Indianapolis, I mean, you'll you'll hit kind of two forty. I'd say, yeah. um, and the average speed in qualifying is two thirty one. Wow, um, that fast! But yeah, I mean, it's a twin turbo V six. It's it's been the same kind of engine that they've had for oh, I don't know, for six seven. Who's years? making the engine? Honda and Chevrolet. Honda and Chevy. Yeah. And to this year, twenty eighteen is the first year actually in in quite a while where we're going back to a spec aero kit. Um, so for the past four years, Honda and Chevy have each had their own aerodynamic package, mm-hmm. um, but now it's all being made by. Delara, which is the, the car manufacturer. So everyone's going to be driving the same chassis, same arrow. Correct. Same uh, tire. Same so tire. Just, just one, power. Of, one of the two engines. Correct. Yeah. Now, there's no, there was issues with Honda engines last year. So last year, yeah, we, we uh, well, from they 2015 and 2016, yeah. we had a pretty big power deficit. Um, and so they, they worked relentlessly. And coming out of the box in 17, we, we had some pretty big upgrades. They had some serious power. Why is it that... You have, you know, everyone's always sort of looking for parity in racing. You know, right. if that someone's winning too much, they'll add yeah. some weight to the car. Or say you got to turn down the boost or whatever it is. You got the same chassis, you got the same aero package, they got the same everything. Why not one engine and then it's complete and utter parity? It seems weird just to have the two manufacturers or alternate each year or whatever because, it is. Because, you know, IndyCar still wants to be on the cutting edge of development. 
and and yeah. that's how they stay relevant. Formula One, for uh-huh. example, is, is truly a manufacturer's championship, but IndyCar wants to have some of that as well. Yeah. And we see it with NASCAR, right? You have different manufacturers in NASCAR, but it's the same car. And so this is a way for manufacturers to showcase their equipment and their R&D and, and what they can produce in terms of an engine while still having equality among teams, so as which long, is a good... Yeah, you're, as long as they're... If there's one player, then we end up like the Soviet Union. We got to have exactly. Chevy and Honda, <laughs> yeah. and they have to constantly be nipping at each other's heels yeah. to try to improve and, and ring out that much more horsepower and reliability. Yeah. I mean, we're or, even or, trying to get a third manufacturer too, because yeah. I mean, then it just yeah. then that could even provide more cars for the series. Because right now, since having only two manufacturers, there's only a certain amount of engine leases that are available. Because you know, you can only produce so many engines. You know, especially if you're constantly upgrading them. So, you know, if there's a third manufacturer, then you could possibly even add more teams and cars because they want to get behind certain people, which would be cool. The rules is it. Uh, uh, displacement is one of the rules. Oh, yeah. uh, the other one is uh, like an intake inlet. Oh, every, everything is, is spec yeah. right. in terms of the regulations. What is open amongst manufacturers is more in the software. I mean, there is some hardware stuff you can do, but it's, it's limited. You're not changing Not a lot of architecture. Size. And yeah, they have to get it improved or approved as well. Like if the, if the engines are going to be upgraded, all right, well, hey, this is the only area that you can upgrade. And so – they just try and push those so like, small So, like, in 17, um, Honda found a lot of advantages in, like, kind of spark advance and alternators. Uh-huh. It's not like right. they were completely redoing the head or the bottom yeah. end. Right. The um, 240 miles an hour is yeah. absolutely breathtaking uh, on, a, on a closed circuit that way. Well, you guys and should I try. I don't it, think Le Mans, now that they put the chicane in the Molson straight, I, I don't think they're getting past to... 20 or 215 yeah. or something. I, I'd like, I'd be kind of curious. Hey, Max Banner, what's the top speed at Le Mans as of last year? I bet it's like 248. 248? No, but with the, with the chicane? Yeah. I don't think so. Because I, so. I, th- I thought they put that chicane in there to no. bring it down. I mean, they do have like a thousand horsepower, so that, that is a lot. But and I, they I don't have DRS. Know. And yeah, I'm not sure. I well, don't know Chris, if it's that big. All right, we got two forty eight here. With, I'm uh, going I'm going <laughs> lower than two forty eight. I'm going two twenty five. Two twenty five. Hold on. <laughs> Matt. Because even uh, F one in Mexico City is getting to like mid two thirties. Really? Yeah. yeah. F one? Because DRS, the altitude yeah. is so high. Oh. All right, two thirty three. Um I'm gonna go two <laughs> I'm swimming now. Two thirty-seven. Two fifty-three. Two fifty-three. No, that yeah. chicane really? did not slow them yeah. down. They're really that fast. much. That it's is really, really yeah. fast. They did that in the nineties, so I guess yeah. they can do it now. <laughs> wow. Oh my god! I think Sam Posey told me that his Ferrari five twelve in like nineteen seventy. Two was doing like two forty eight down well, that ball right? Yeah. And the I mean, can-am, the wood can yeah. cars were unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah. They were like fourteen hundred horsepower with like no brakes on and like yeah, bias ply tires. <laughs> it's and a fourteen hundred horsepower skateboard, man. Yeah. You just no, I mean, you look out. at you look at the brakes. You just look at the disc. They're not even vented. No. no. <laughs> They may be cross-drilled, but they're just one thin <laughs> half-inch piece of steel. Yeah. yeah. Like, it's not even – there's so much single piston caliper in front. Like, just nothing in the brake department. <laughs> and and who – were we talking to Parnelli Jones about the turbine car? 
Oh wow! Yeah. Oh yeah, the t- yeah the turb. Yeah, we talked to him about the turbine car. That's yeah, and he said there was a oh, whole another whole another issue because he was here with his son PJ. Wait, we either we either talked to Parnelli oh, and or Parnelli and Jones Granitelli. or Granatelli. Oh, yeah, both of them. but I think I think Parnelli was talking about driving it and braking and everything was completely different. Like it just. He would go fast because he wasn't allowed to use his brakes. Because <laughs> yeah, right. that thing wouldn't shut off. It would just, it would just go, you know. Yeah, it's a crazy, that was a wild era. It was, it was a yeah, wild era. Sure. <laughs> God bless those guys Seriously. for working it out. Yeah. Uh, all right. Let's see. What else uh, do we have? You got a question from the uh, audience oh, uh, yeah. over there? And uh, if anybody would like to write in a question, Adam and Matt, uh, go to carcastshow.com, click the contact page, and let us know. What you what you want to know? Uh, so this is Kyle. He writes from Nebraska. He's twenty six. Hey guys, regarding the Newman Porsche nine thirty five, I was wondering if you had or ever will consider converting delivery back to the white and rainbow Apple computer sponsored configuration. I just thought that since it was the only race car sponsored by Apple computers, and since they're slightly more prominent uh, than Hawaiian Tropic these days. It could potentially have implications on the valuation of the car. Do you agree with this? Is reverting livery even something people do? Let me know your thoughts, Kyle. Uh, this is a good question because we've had a million conversations about it. And <laughs> <laughs> I've talked to Matt more about this than I've talked about my kids to my wife. Because <laughs> like, I prioritize. Yeah. You yeah. know, the kids will land on their yeah. feet, but what about the car? <laughs> Who's going to look out for the car? Yeah. What about the future of the car? Well, the kids are going to get that goddamn thing one day, so <laughs> we might as well figure out. Isn't if that Apple, is that Apple livery? That's the one Bob Rahal drove. Yeah, yeah. Bob. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, this same car. Yeah, same okay. car, just different livery. I'll probably just go off the uh, Snake River Canyon Thelma and Louise style before I hand <laughs> yeah, that thing over to those snot nosed kids. <laughs> Can't even drive a stick. Uh, it's bumpy inside, Daddy. Yeah, it's loud. It's so loud. It's so loud. It's hot. Where are we going to put our comfort dog? <laughs> we got a comfort pet. <laughs> <laughs> Look at our therapy pet. Yeah, kids, um, kids these days. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I have a fiberglass allergy. <laughs> Is this a gluten-free car? <laughs> <laughs> Somebody was eating peanuts in here. What year was this painted? I can smell the solvents. <laughs> um, okay, so he, uh, everyone's welcome to their opinion, and then uh, I will. I will tell you mine. Uh, I have a Paul Newman centric collection. So for me, if you removed Paul Newman completely from the equation, there's a there's a greater chance of going over to the Apple livery. But the fact that the car the the biggest race is Lamar. Yeah. I mean, pardon pardon me indie guys, but what I'm saying <laughs> for terms of a car's value the holy grail is anything that won at Le Mans from the 50s and 60s. You know, any Ferrari, uh, Jaguar, Asimart, anything that won at Le Mans in the 60s or the 50s or the 70s is worth kajillions of dollars. So Le Mans is kind of what you want to try to stay connected to. I, I the, think the car is most valuable in its Le Mans Paul Newman livery. That is true. But that being said, the, the K... The K body on it, the Kremer body on it, uh, and the Apple livery is awesome looking on that car, and it would be one of a kind and a, completely a showstopper right. wherever you went. And for that reason, Matt and I have been talking about doing a recreation and having a, a tribute car or clone car 
that I have decided would be okay for me to campaign at every major event <laughs> because you own the because real I car. Because I own the real car. Right? There's got to be nice. some credit given, right? Like, yeah. and there's the, other clone cars out there, but they don't own the real car. And we mm-hmm. also have probably might be able to summon a body part or two in my vast catalog of extras that came with the car. <laughs> yeah. So we could actually say that part of Houdini's yeah, original one nose, was this, original wing or something like that. Something. There's a wing back there that could pass for the K-wing uh, yeah. and may may have been. It's, it's, it's hard to tell with all. But yes, Bobby Rahal drove it that way. And it ran at Le Mans in its Apple livery, but it did, it broke or something, something like that. Right. I don't know. You what know do you guys funny? think? Graham Rahal, actually, I yeah. just saw this recently. He did you guys see? He got his dad like a classical bicycle that was painted like that Porsche. It's actually oh, I really didn't see cool. That. Yeah, it's yeah. Painted like, like the Apple. Yeah, it's like the Apple livery with Apple on it, and it's like it looks almost exactly like the car. And I was like, that's actually a really creative gift. That's idea. a like, good not bad. Yeah. He's a good boy. Graham yeah. is in our Newman film. Oh yeah, oh, he, yeah. Was, he was in the new yeah. documentary. And also, it ran with a cool livery, and it won Daytona outright with Brian Redman. That's the, oh, wow. and Bobby blue. Rahal driving it. It's a blue, blue with dark, yellow dark blue, and red, or yellow. whatever. Very cool. So the the question is: is doing the clones, and then the problem with the clone is a clone of that car, like a real. 935 clone yeah there it is yeah we're looking at the bicycle oh, the yeah. bicycle's cool yeah <laughs> that's uh that's a cool it's got motorized and everything that's yeah. a good that's a good guy but um the clone is you know three four hundred thousand bucks yeah. to make like if you're talking about making a real 935 clone to race it's a hundred thousand dollar engine in that thing like you can't just get a small block gm <laughs> crate engine and no and you're not going to just go buy a Porsche and wrap it. Yeah. <laughs> just go buy like a the brand new nine eleven and wrap it. Yeah. But it would be I, I, I totally agree. It'd be awesome to see that car out. It'd be awesome to see that car at uh Monterey Historics or or, or it'd Rensport be great to photograph the two together, the real car in the Hawaiian Tropic right. livery so, with the Apple. To clone. the yeah. to the nerd, I mean to the fan who's asking the question. <laughs> um, I think the consensus is it should be in the Hawaiian Tropic livery, but I respect the question and, and we shall be working on it. And and I think we we should build a really, really nice, faithful recreation and clone. The, the only caveat to that is if Apple wants to send money, then done. <laughs> then done. Like we'll just switch it over. Easy. Yeah. For you know Yeah, we can be bought some, Apple. Yeah. That's like, I just want to make sure that you knew. For like three to five million. Like we can yeah, Oh yeah. Just to change it. We're not Obviously. giving a just car to change it. We'll keep the car. <laughs> we'll keep the car. <laughs> All right. Uh one last little shout out for Amazon here. <laughs> That's right. You wanna go um Hey, yeah, why auto parts store? You don't need to go there anymore. I don't mind. By the way, Amazon Prime is so fast. Yeah. I just use it now. It's just I get car parts in 48 hours, and I don't need to go anywhere. And you don't have to pass depressing guy working on car in parking lot of auto parts store. That guy always depresses me, the down-on-his-luck guy. First off, you have to guess his age. Was he 50? Yes. Jesus Christ. You don't have a garage? (laughs) <laughs> oh, man, it's even an apartment. And then the super pathetic one where they actually will pull the car up on the parking block a little just to get yeah. a little space to slide underneath well, it. Well, you got to lift it. And you're you like, lift sweet it up. 87 Camaro, buddy. 
<laughs> if I ran an auto parts store, I'd have a big sign saying, we don't lend tools. We don't. Because oh. that guy walks in, he wants a you know half-inch drive with a ratchet, and then he goes back out again. That guy's not making you any money. No. Who's making you less money? That guy <laughs> or the guy that just gets the medium-sized coffee at your coffee shop, sits down, opens the computer, gets a spreadsheet out there, and just sits there for nine hours. And then makes phone free, calls the whole making time. Making phone calls, getting free refills, meeting people there who aren't buying anything. I don't like that guy either. No. Let's not be that guy. Let's go to Amazon Automotive. How about that? A massive selection of parts, accessories, tools, fluids, even tires, everybody. Top brands like uh, K&N, Bilstein, Chemical Guys, Bosch, and more. If you're tired of looking up part numbers or reading catalogs, you uh, go with Amazon. All you need is the year, the make, and the model. Yeah, put that in and save it, right, Matt? Yeah. You save it, and then you just click on it, and then it's uh, there. Go to Amazon.com slash auto deals. That's Amazon.com slash auto deals. And start your shopping today. All right, guys, let's see. What can we plug for you? Alexander Rossi. Uh, oh, look at this oh, hey, <laughs> wait a minute. That's Oh, that's at Indy? That's you, yeah. That's me at Indy. That's us at Indy. I'm looking at a picture of us at Indy. Jesus, yeah. Of you guys go on a date? Oh, yeah, it was right before the race. He was wow. my date to the event. We were we both uh, wore suits. We, we were wore <laughs> driving suits. I had a, a grueling half a lap with Mario Andretti yeah. oh, sitting in, in front of me. in the tandem car? In the tandem car where, like, the turbo wasn't working right yeah. or something. Like, Mario was <laughs> oh, getting pissed. Was oh, he just, man. like, laughing and eating spaghetti and meatballs? Be like, ah! No, no he <laughs> wants to push. Like, he's always competitive. He's saying. driving that yeah. two-seater, and he's Crazy still man. on it. He was, he was pissed. Yeah. And I was... He's like, this uh, car's slow. I was, like, the most... Part of life that I'm, like, most interested in is, like, the part where you show up and you get down to the track, and they're like... What size helmet do you wear? And I'm like, I don't know. And they're like, oh, well, maybe we have one that fits. You know? And I'm like, or you could have sent an email last week and I could have provided you with I information. my own, yeah. We did a Trans Am race last year and they got there and the team owner's like, you got a radio in your helmet? I'm like, no. And he's like, you don't? I'm like, no. Still don't. Oh. Well, you need a radio in your house. Like, put it in an email yeah. and let us know a couple of days before. Yeah. We could probably procure yeah. a radio for my helmet. But Bet you can get that on Amazon. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Way to do it, man. AlexanderRossi.com is uh, where you go. And... Uh, ConnorDaily.net is that yep. is that true? I guess yeah. That'll that'll <laughs> that'll work. Uh, yeah. That'll work as well. Uh, anything else? We'll be oh the amazing race of course. New episodes every Wednesday, eight p.m. on CBS, and uh, we will always be watching that because it's such a fantastic show. <laughs> and uh, you can go to AdamCarolla.com find out me doing live shows or Corolla drinks or any of that kind of stuff. And uh, what about you, Matt? What do you uh, What do you got? You know, we're shift doing uh, doing shift and steer. So uh, check out that podcast on the podcast one app and Adam Crowley app, and uh, follow me on my all my all my social media. It's all at Motorator. So until next time, it's Adam for Alexander Connor and Matt saying, keep the air in the spare and the bag in the wheel. For the latest updates and call-in times, follow the show on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at CarCast Show. If you'd like to write in, fill out the form on CarCastShow.com. And don't forget to give us a nice rating on iTunes. CarCast is a Corolla Digital production and is produced by Chris Loxamana. For more information, visit CarCastShow.com.